Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. You know, any time that I have Mary Graham on to talk about what's happening at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, I enjoy it because, you know, I'm I'm a proud Hall of Fame member of Mississippi Gulf, Gulf Coast Community College, but went there before I went to Southern Miss, as I mentioned in my conversation with Mary. But Mary is such a dynamic leader. She has such a great team. And you see their strategic focus, their very significant awareness of uh, where the training needs might be in our state, particularly here on the coast. And, um, you know, they're very focused on remote learning and all the things that have been taken to a new level since the pandemic. Just great leadership. And, you know, they don't leave a stone unturned. That's why Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is one of the top community colleges in the United States. You, you, you work hard. You have to yeah, kind of work your fingers to the bone. And as Kyle pointed out, you know, the, 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 the physical improvements that they're making to all of their campuses, especially the Perkinson campus with their new athletic facilities, their new entrance and all of that, you just get a sense that, you know, those kind of things don't happen overnight. It takes time and money and lots of planning, lots of planning. And, uh, and of course, also they're, their, their soccer team is you know is playing for the national championship. What a cool thing. I could go on and on, but listen to that conversation. If you missed it, you can go to the Super Talk Mississippi Facebook page or the uh, YouTube page or to your favorite podcast and listen. I think you'll be glad you did. Hey, so now let's shift gears. Let's move over to, to visit with Kimberly Harris. She's an aviation ordinanceman. We're going to talk more about what that is here in just a second. She's at the CB base. And uh, as usual, my friend uh, Brian Lamar has done a great job of connecting me with uh, with some of the people who are leading there at the at the uh, at the facility. But before we go any further, let me just say welcome to Coast View, Kimberly. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. It's it's good. Now, look, you have you have been granted a really in, in significant award, and we're going to get to that in a second. But I want to just talk in general. So let's start with what is an aviation ordinance man? Uh, just to get down to the nitty gritty, we are the bomb builders. Uh, our logos we put warheads on foreheads, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, I deal with all the weapon systems from anything from helicopters to the F-18s, the weapons, that the ships, well, if your ship's company, you build the bombs, the rockets up, everything, and you get it ready to go out and do its job. Wow. So when people think of CVs, certainly they think of a military unit for sure. Okay, but I think the first thing their minds go to is engineering and building buildings and bridges and all of that. But what they forget, I think, sometimes, and certainly we're reminded if you look back in history about it's not always it can be a very dangerous thing because some of the places that you are deployed in are dangerous places. Like there are CBs deployed to places we can't say where they're deployed because they're strategically uh, secretive and important places. But the fact is. You are oftentimes in positions where where you have to know what your stock and trade is, don't aren't you? Right, correct. 
So, okay, so let's let's do this. I, I want to take a step back for a second. You you were raised in Shreveport, Louisiana. Tell me about growing up. <laughs> oh well, I mean it's everything. Everybody thinks of Shreveport, and they just automatically go to the casinos. Everyone goes to visit Shreveport for the casinos. It's the closest. It's a three-hour drive from Dallas to go gamble a little bit, uh, but it's fun. I mean, <clears throat> I would was raised on the outskirts of Shreveport, so I'm more in like the country area of the city. I went to school yeah. and I was just telling Mr. Lamar that I graduated with 88 people and it's not because people failed or anything, that's just how many students attended the high school. Uh, but when you dive deep into Shreveport, those high schools there, they have 400 to 500 students graduating a year. So we were definitely the, the little outskirt little hick town <laughs> growing up so we hunt do everything that you pretty much do in Gulfport. yeah yeah it's it's i love it when i because i had the opportunity when i talk to people who are involved in the military i get to talk to people from all over the united states and they've been all over the world they've been deployed you name it they've been deployed there but yeah you're right i mean and having someone uh from shreveport like you are it, you know, the cultures are very similar. That That is for sure. And, you know, growing up in high school, I mean, a lot of people are like they're enjoying life and not sure what they want to do and sowing their oaks or whatever they do. How did you decide that the military was for you? So I joined when I was 22. So I didn't go through high school going, oh, I'm going to join the military as soon as I graduate. I just wanted to, I guess, put my toes in some water on what exactly I wanted to do. And I, I went to college, I started nursing school, figured that that wasn't for me. I support all the nurses because I could not get past anatomy. Uh, so, and then I changed it up and I went to ultrasound technician school. That still, anatomy was still not there for me. and. So then I tried to go to paralegal school, and through that time uh, of me trying to figure my life out, I just started going down a road that I had no business being down. And I was like, all right, it is time for me to get out of Shreveport, and how can I do that the quickest way without paying everything out of pocket? Uh, and this is the military. I said, all right, yeah. we're going. Never thought I was going to do this before, but here we are. <laughs> so you, you picked. I was going to join as a reservist. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do boot camp, I might as well go active and see where this takes us. So you, you picked the Navy. Why did you pick the Navy? So I originally tried to go Air Force. Uh, I'm tested for Air Force, but at that time, the Air Force wouldn't let certain waivers come in. Um, because of my path, I had some legal issues going on, and they were like, yep, yeah, you cannot join the Air Force. So, and uh, then the Navy was the next best thing, but it ended up being amazing. It was kind of like a sign from God, okay, this is not where you need to go. You need to be in the Navy. Yeah, well, Kimberly, it's interesting. Everyone, everyone goes to those moments in their lives. Everyone faces these moments. I call them forks in the road. I had many of them in my life, I might add, with these forks in the road where you could go that way. And I often think to myself, if I'd have gone that route, you know, when I've reached that fork, where would I be today? You know, what, how, 
I look back and and I, I hear I hear you saying this. It's only been nine years, but I hear you saying this very clearly, and that is that you wouldn't change a thing. That 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 this almost almost like divine intervention brought you to the Navy, and here you are nine years later, and you you won the Center for Security Forces Sailor of the Year for you know fiscal year twenty twenty one. You know, it sounds to me like you gave it everything you got, and it's really paid off. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's what we were talking to about the Thanksgiving. And I told him, I said, this is my first Thanksgiving to where I get to actually go to Louisiana and be home. Uh, I stay, got stationed in Gulfport last year, but it was during the pandemic and we could only go so far. Uh, we were on a radius limitation and <clears throat> I couldn't go home. So my mom did come here, but I didn't get to go spend it with the rest of my family. Uh, so this is the first year in nine years that I actually get to go home, spend Thanksgiving, because uh, before my first Thanksgiving in the military, I was in boot camp. And then mm -hmm. out to sea or detachments. I've gone out to sea probably for the last four years uh, during Thanksgiving, uh, whether it was just for a month or for deployment. So we had Thanksgiving yeah. on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so where? tell me about it. Tell me where all you've been. Where in the world have you been? I have been, uh, so I was deployed on the USS Theodore Roosevelt uh, from 2017 to 2018. Uh, we went to Guam, we went to Dubai, Bahrain, back to Dubai, uh, Singapore. Where else did we go? And the Philippines. And then I've wow. also taken some European tours. Also, I've gone to Italy all over Italy, from Naples, Florence, to Greece, everything. It's been a good time. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say that, you know, I say it all the time on my show, but it's always interesting to talk to people who have sort of gained that worldwide perspective. And that, that part that part of the world you were in, as it, especially from Italy to Greece, man, that's a special part of the world, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, you have great memories. Greece yeah, go is ahead. amazing. <laughs> Sandy, I'm sorry. Santorini, Greece. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful there. If you can think about Gulf, uh, Gulfport on a nice spring day with a slight breeze. That's how their weather is year-round. I was like, oh, I could retire here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see that. But, you know, it, you know, when you come back here, I love you're so enthusiastic about what you do and where you've been. So, But, but to win an award like you won... I want to, when we come back from break, I want to talk about the commitment to excellence. This, what it, what is it that grabbed you once you got into the Navy that said, I'm going to be the best at what I do? That's what I want to hear, hear more about when we come back from break. We're going to continue our conversation with Kimberly Harris, who's an aviation uh, ordinanceman at, uh, at the CB base, and we'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. When I open up the show every single day, I say, you know, welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making Coastal Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play. And I can tell you without a doubt that when I have an opportunity to visit with people like Kimberly Harris, who is an aviation ordinanceman, uh, for this, for the sea beings, all right. She, I, I get, I get, I have this sense that I'm having this special moment, this opportunity to visit with someone who's inspiring me, and I hope inspiring you. This is she's just an example of so many people like her in the military who are here in coastal Mississippi, making an impact. They've been all over the world. They're stationed here, and uh, in her case, she was the Security Forces Sailor of the Year for fiscal year 2021. So her commitment to excellence and her life's path that made her who she is today is very inspiring to me. And I hope it's inspiring to you. Kimberly, tell me about your commitment to excellence. When did you decide I'm going to be the best at this, that I'm going to be better at this than, than anyone else. At least I'm going to aspire to do that. When did you decide that? I decided it as soon as I got to my first uh, squadron right out of boot camp. I never been anywhere outside of louisiana until i left for boot camp never been on a plane my first plane ride was boot going to chicago great lakes uh, and then i was stationed in san diego california 22 years old had no idea what was coming my way um, and i met my first leading petty officer over my shop and he said to me he goes you might be 22 years old but in that uniform you're you're a child so i had to make make myself stand out above the rest uh and not as a child i was still taxpaying adult but because i was an e1 i was the lowest enlisted person there so at that point when that time he told me that i said oh no we we got to do better than this i need to stand out i need to make myself known in a good way from everyone uh and then and not in a bad way because there's two ways that people are going to hear about you it's either really good or it's going to be really bad and uh, i i was determined to do the really good well, and so that's, I, yeah. I started taking on leadership skills from my leaders at that point in time and it's come to a point where i was like i want your job <laughs> and i want my sailors to want my job so and it, and it was just a roller coaster ride from there. I, I, I think again, it's very inspiring. Um, you're, you've got you first of all, you got goals. You know, you 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 said you want to be chief someday. Uh, maybe you'll do better than that before it's all said and done. You'll own a house. You love to cook. Tell me about that. Uh, I just uh, I've always loved to cook, and for the last. I would say eight years or so. I've always either cooked for myself or I've cooked for my friends. Um, but now I'm recently engaged and I have a family to cook for. I have a bonus child and I get to cook for them. So I've actually started just perfecting little meals for us here and there. Uh, chicken Parmesan is one of our biggest hits right now. My fiance asks for it every weekend. Uh, he loves it. So. And I just got a new Ninja Foodie Grill that I've been dying to have. So I'm really excited about that one and trying out new recipes on it. 
That's that's really cool. So you actually, I, I find it interesting that one of your goals is to eventually be a high school guidance counselor. It seems like having that as a goal sort of brings you full circle in a lot of ways, doesn't it? Right. Uh, and it's just to, I've helped so many people along and people have helped me along in these last nine years. That is, like you said, it's just a circle and I want to continue doing it even after the military. I think that's that's really interesting. It will be it will be it will be interesting to see if that's where you land, because you know you may end up achieving things in your military career that you never expected to achieve, and that's going to introduce you to new experiences. And what you may end up doing is being a CEO of a company someday. <laughs> who knows? And then where you're volunteering your time to inspire young people who can. You know, the, who, who may who may not necessarily know what they want to do with their lives, and you can share your experience to say, "Hey, look, you know, you you change your surroundings, you put, you surround yourself with positive people, you focus on uh, leaving no stone unturned, you can achieve amazing things in your life." I think you probably can give that speech today, can't you? <laughs> do you do you give that speech today? I no, uh, the speech I gave was last Thursday on Veterans Day. Yeah. Uh, so I w it was an awesome experience also. Uh, I was there at the Pass Christian Elementary School and spoke to 400 students. I was wow. like, oh, good turnout. <laughs> that, that's, that's very impressive. So you, you plan to settle in coastal Mississippi, don't you? <laughs> I want to, uh, but we'll see where the fiance wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where, where is he from, incidentally? He's from Shreveport, Louisiana also. Okay, well, good. That's good. Well, listen, uh, it has been a, a pleasure, Kimberly Harris. Thank you for just spending some time with me. And as we get to, you know, into the Thanksgiving holiday, you know, wish you and yours a wonderful Thanksgiving and a great holiday. And uh, good luck to you. Thank you. And thank you for having me. And happy it's, Thanksgiving. It's been a pleasure. Thank it's you. been a pleasure. 100%. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.